0: Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Third down and goal. They give it to Cook.
1: And he got there. Touchdown. Cousins under center. Needs a yard. Cousins sneaks it. He has nope, hit the backfield. Nope, nope, I don't think he got no. it. I don't think he got it. The wrist backfires on Minnesota. The Redskins take over with the ball in field goal range.
0: Second down and six.
1: Askins too high and now picks.
0: McLaren was wide open, but Anthony Harris gets the interception. And that's the fourth for the rookie as he missed a wide
2: open target.
1: And there you have it. Dwayne Haskins throws the interception. And the Vikings just kind of coast from there. A 19-9 win on Thursday Night Football in Minneapolis. A game where you didn't get a lot of fireworks, uh, but you did get a very good Steady Kirk Cousins performance, only three incomplete passes. And Dalvin Cook continued to do Dalvin Cook things. 98 yards on the ground and a touchdown. 73 yards on five catches through the air. So he continues to build an MVP resume. Um, Vikings get it done. Not pretty, but they get it done. Dan Hans is here, joined by the great, quiet storm, Mark Sessler, here in the Throwback Pod Studios garage What's up, buddy?
2: Well, once again, I occupy the seat uh, that Bob Castrone normally sits in. And I feel, because now he, now in this situation, he's only mere feet away from me in the flesh, uh, somewhat yeah. intimidated by the fact that the two of you are waiting for me just to leave, I think.
1: Well, no, because as we talked about on the Thursday preview show, you will be sitting in on an all-new Throwback podcast Talking about love songs of your your yesteryears.
2: That's true. I mean, and, you know, and I guess so. And I'm more I,
1: excited about that than this game, which I, was boring AF.
2: As you should be. And you're showing more trust in me than Bill Callahan showed in <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, who was allowed to throw the ball five times in this game. And it, there's a clear, like, divide between... The coaching staff wanting Haskins to play and maybe anyone else in the organization wanting to see more from him. The Redskins basically, if you get up on them by a touchdown, they will do nothing to challenge you. The Vikings, what do they do? They just stood their own, basically. And they and Kirk Cousins, twenty three of twenty six, a clean game. A game that we normally would not be doing a breakout broadcast on. I would say <laughs> if it if it took place at ten A. M. West Coast. California time. Well,
1: you presented yourself uh, on Sunday as the what trap game consultant or you had it was, some type of It was of something
2: along those lines, yeah.
1: And this was a classic trap game for the Vikings. Yes it was. Because you have a home cookie against the Reds- Redskins and then you trap go- game monitor, I believe it <laughs> yes, was, by the trap way. Trap game monitor. Which I like <laughs> quite a bit. It's nice. Then you go to Arrowhead next week, then you go to Jero World after that. So and you're on a short week obviously on Thursday night football. So maybe in retrospect, we should have saw this coming. I wouldn't say that the Vikings played poorly, but they were a little flat and they didn't put a bad team away, which is what Washington is. And, you know, don't want to pile on Haskins because again, everything we hear, and we talked about this earlier this week, why isn't this guy playing that in today's football, a first round pick should be playing by now. If the team's going nowhere, Uh, but he's not because they don't think he's ready. Well, now, hey, kid, uh, come out of the tunnel at halftime and go beat the Vikings' defense in Minneapolis where they really don't lose. So it's not like we were expecting a lot from Haskins. And like you said, he plays two quarters and throws five passes in a game they're trailing. Um, So obviously they didn't um, have a lot of faith in him at this point. And I think in a game that didn't have a lot of highlights, the play of the game was the Vikings go for it on fourth and short in their own territory in the third quarter. They don't get it done. They don't convert. I didn't love that call. It was gutsy, but, you know, uh, they did what they did. And then the first play, Haskins has a wide-open receiver over in the middle, McLaurin, Scary Terry. Is that, is that the nickname?
2: That works for me. Scary I'm not Terry. sure that if you are actually him, are you signing off on that nickname? Not, I think probably, I read like, somewhere you know, that
1: he did sign off on it, almost reluctantly.
2: Right, because when you're well, if I'm him, I would I would hold out a bit. But if he if he's okay with that, good for him.
1: Uh, but he throws high to scary Terry, goes off his fingertips, intercepted, and that was kind of that was kind of the end uh, in terms of the game. It was a seven point game at that point, and it ends up a ten point win. The Vikings went deep into Redskins territory late in the game. It could have been more. I'm sure people that are connected to the desert would have liked to see that, but they did not uh, in terms of getting more points. So big takeaways for me and this is not a game to dwell on but dalvin cook he is the nfl leader now uh in yards from scrimmage and he showed it again i think he's a guy to keep an eye on here i love to, i don't care what time of year it is i love talking mvp and i think russell wilson is the leader in the clubhouse i think christian mccaffrey's right there uh, obviously um i think lamar jackson has gotten himself in the race but dalvin cook
2: is a guy if you're going to be talking about cmc you got to be
1: talking about dc
2: I have no problem with that. I I'm glad that you added Lamar Jackson because if you look at that Ravens team, I'm not sure where they are. If you put a aging plug and play veteran quarterback in there, a Joe Flacco esque, even a younger Joe Flacco esque character, because Lamar Jackson is so unstoppable. If you're the Vikings right now, you're six and two. Let's say that you go eleven and five or twelve and four, and you're not the most impressive twelve and four team of all time. I'm fine with that. If you're Minnesota, you're going to have a few games like this. And if you're the Redskins, and if you're a fan of the Redskins, you must pray for change because I will harp on these teams that leave their fan bases completely stuck in a quagmire where you feel powerless to say change. A quagmire? Quagmire?
1: Isn't it a quagmire?
2: I go quagmire, but I will ask uh, Bob Castrone. Bob, how do you or quagmire?
1: Quagmire.
2: Uh, quag it is. Sorry, yeah, I, I that's why Bob's here. I think he's gone right down the middle with that. He's gone right down the middle. Yeah. Redskins fans who I think have been a little bit left left in Bob's the, our
1: official Quagmire. Well, I think quagmire he's just going to agree with you though,
2: isn't he? Because that's how this works. I guess he's
1: from the same town, so it has the same inflection. That's on true. I'm
2: not that actually. What what would shock viewers or listeners is that I grew quagmire. up about 18 miles away Hi, I'm, from you.
1: I'm Mark Sessler. My favorite word is Quagmire. I said quag,
2: Quagmire, I believe. No. He said, Quag, see you at a I mean, there is no, there is absolutely no chance that we're trying to fill minutes here with, <laughs> with this type of uh, content to get out of this game review. I, if I'm a Redskins fan, you have the right to revolt. I'm not sure what that's going to accomplish in America at this point. I'm not sure even where you go to revolt, but you have a right to, to be annoyed. To the streets, man. To the streets. Get into the streets. Because this has been an absolutely disastrous campaign piled on top of of additional disastrous. All right, campaigns. so you're one in seven after the game. What else do we need to say, Bill,
1: Cal- Bill Callahan, the interim coach, and it's also was reported earlier today that he is a very real candidate to keep the job. So get of excited, course he Redskins, is right, please, because he's surging. Now listen to the wording here. This I got this from John Keim uh, over at ESPN. It's a Keim bomb. He said he's not sure yet. Callahan said he's not sure yet who will start at quarterback against the Bills. He said, "If Case Keenum is healthy, he will start. If Keenum can't play because of the concussion, so it is a concussion, uh, then rookie Dwayne Haskins would start, and Colt McCoy would back him up. So Haskins is officially, you know, ahead of McCoy. I guess we knew that already, uh, but he's not ready to turn it over yet. Um, and I guess one other Redskins note, and that was a nice moment in an otherwise dull game. Adrian Peterson at the two-minute warning, you know, in his homecoming in Minneapolis." Um, they showed on the scoreboard and got a loud ova- ovation. Nice job by the Vikings fans. That's a good fan base. They get it. Uh, they gave him a big ovation. He said he was holding back tears. And you know I'm tracking this very closely. I, uh, I, you are. I, I mean, Adrian Peterson, what does he want? On a day on a day that he moved, uh, I believe, to sixth all-time um, in terms of uh, rushing, but he wants that Walter Payton record, and I want it for him. I'll tell you what. Sixth place on the career rushing list.
2: Is it possible that you are tracking this more closely than Adrian Peterson in terms (laughs) of a game-by-game?
1: The reason I'm tracking it so closely, because I am absolutely convinced he has no interest in the Washington Redskins or their success or plight. It's all about getting those numbers, and he's getting fitted for that jacket. And that's fine. He's done a lot in this league. Um, My last point, Mark. They showed a graphic on Fox, and we are in that time of season where we must praise Joe Buck. For the incredibly work, work he's doing, very versatile, both very versatile for Major League Baseball and the NFL, incredible! What a talent! I mean, am I? But should he not be?
2: Are no, we, he should what be. We, what's our angle here? Because no, it
1: should be. But it's 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 <laughs> become <laughs> a bit you. of a it's becoming an NFL trope of late October. It,
2: it certainly has, and he, you know, it's nice if you have the power to create a trope the way he has. I think it's just uh, it's a coup d'état of sorts for him to go from someone that is. You know, uniformly uh, shot down and destroyed by most people for being a little too haughty-toddy with his Randy Moss mm. show the butt scenario. To this, where now he's, as he should be, I think, praised for being the last as I five said, years versatile.
1: have been very good for Buck and his image, and that's and that's including he put out the memoir, right, where he admitted that his hairline was going, so he in a procedure. To put in some type of hair plug, it led to his vocal cords getting frozen, which has led to major, you know, career-threatening side effects. You would think that would stick with him like a scarlet letter, and I'm glad it didn't. He was very open about it, and he also tried to move units of his book with it. So That's true. Out. I mean, you Shouts think the Joey Bucks,
2: yeah, you think that might not make it into a memoir, also. But then, but you know what? You Listen, move the if units. there's a lack of content. Right, you've got to move the books. So.
1: Um, but what I was going to say is, in the Fox Telecast, which is simulcast across NFL. Um,
2: Speaking of working with our, you know, our D content platforms, here is, you know,
1: um, there was a graphic that that Washington coaching staff during the run of Jay Gruden had the flower out on it, Matt LaFleur, it had Kyle Shanahan on it, it had Sean McVay on it. And it did make me, it got me thinking that because we talked about how Andy Dalton, when, you know. Um, he is obviously the Dalton line. And what's what's worse, to have a quarterback who instantly flames out a Manziel type or a guy that you can't decide and half a decade, most of a decade passes, then you decide to move on, which is Andy Dalton. Is Jay Gruden the Andy Dalton of head coaches? While they, while the Washington Redskins kind of kept their foot halfway in and halfway out for years and years, they had all these young superstars potentially waiting in the wings to be the next guy, and they and they just let it go. Does that make like LeFleur, Deshaun Watson, and Kyle Shanahan, Baker Mayfield, and Sean McVay, um, Patrick Mahomes?
2: That's an excellent. Well, oh, I I would I would say that that's if, analysis, baby, on a Thursday night. That is that is, and I would I would suggest that if anything, the Redskins. Uh, maybe the Andy Dalton of franchises to not notice some of those issues as well. But I would say the Jay That's Gruden coaching tree the is kinder. strong. The Jay, the, his tree is a strong tree.
1: The, I mean, the branches, branches are strong. The, the yeah. trunk of the tree, it could be questioned whether or not with the rot situation
2: That's is. fair. It's one of those trees that just, you know, it's a little bit, it's in your backyard. It's, it's a hard a tree strange. to figure out. Yeah. Quagmire.
1: <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts before we... Uh, Say goodbye.
2: I really, I am quite impressed with us to stretch this. Where, where are we with the minutes at this point? We're 12 minutes in. I would like you now, if you if you have a minute, to dish into your uh, final thoughts on Joe Flacco, just to top West from last <laughs> week. I know that he went out... You know, he went out uh, with a fiery limb on that. Where can you go with the Joe Flacco scenario?
1: I mean, Joe Flacco, uh, I don't profess to be always right, but uh, and I, I was h- hardly alone on this, but I nailed it. Okay. Joe Flacco was never going to be a uh, plus performer for the Denver Broncos, and we've seen that bear out in the first half of the 2019 season. So no apologies needed, no Mia culpa necessary.
2: I just think now that we tweet this out, As Dan's final thoughts on Joe Flacco, because if anything, let's just, you know, uniformly completely copy, but also usurp last week's message. (laughs) And Wes,
1: you know, right on many things, but not on that. Okay, that's it. By the way, Stefan Diggs, seven catches on seven targets for a buck 43.
2: He's happy now.
1: Lost a fumble, uh, and he leads the NFL uh, amongst wide receivers with fumbles, but yeah, who cares? Uh, Somehow that's not
2: part of his messaging in the locker room.
1: All right, that's it. So we'll be back as a foursome on Sunday to recap the rest of the Week 8 games. So uh, make sure you come on back for the flagship show. Till then, play us out, Dick Banks. The Flames signing off. Hands due to Mr. Fancy Pants. The Flames need NFL news and here's their chance. It's ATL, around the league. Light a flame, boys. Pig
2: skin's hot tonight. Burn, baby, burn.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired.